is the Adam Crowley Show. Enough. I'm putting these back in my pants. They're mine. This is crazy. The Adam Crowley Show on ESPN Pittsburgh. You found the Crowley Show, where your mom listens, and you should too. 412-922-2874 is the number to call. Or you can join the cast of dozens and follow me on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. Watching softball. It's on the TV in the other room. Those girls can play. Up, oh, air, shortstop. They suck. Just kidding. I once did a tryout for the team in Washington. Forget what their name is. Washington something or other. Washington softball players. And in the tryout, I had to hit pitches. And they're throwing 65, 70 miles an hour, and the ball's dropping below your knees. It's going up above your head. Or it's coming right down the pipe at 74, 75 miles an hour. And they all look exactly the same coming out the hand. Tom, I will give you one opportunity here to guess. Did I make any contact with any pitches, fouls, or otherwise? You uh, foul ticked one. I did. One. And I guessed correctly. That was it. You hope that the fastball is coming right down the pipe, and it did, and bam. Foul. That's it. That's all I could muster. And it went sideways. Because I was that friggin' late. Boss man tweets at underscore Adam Crowley, I hate the Capitals because they're scum. Not because I just want to hate something. Same thing with the Flyers. I'm pulling hard for Vegas to win three straight. Yeah, me too. I think most Penguins fans are, but there are some that are being douchebags. Like Mike Darnay, some dude who writes for a blog about the Penguins. And there are good Penguins blogs. Maybe this is a good blog. But this guy, eh, he said, quote, Sorry, Penguins fam, but if your reaction to seeing this kind of stuff happening in D.C. is anything but, man, I'm so glad other cities get to enjoy what we've got to enjoy then we're on opposite side of things. That's because you're on the dumb side. You're on the side of, oh, look how enlightened I am. It's an attempt to pander and seem enlightened to the Twitter community. Look how accepting I am of other hockey cultures. He's not the only one, though, who has shared this sentiment, which is so freaking backwards to me. Let me make this clear. If you're a Penguins fan that is rooting for the Capitals or enjoying their excitement, then you ain't a good enough Penguins fan, period. Steelers fans don't root for Ravens to win the Super Bowl, although Devin called a couple segments ago and said he did because he did not want to see the 49ers match the Steelers' championships. I suppose there are instances where you have to go one way that you don't want to go, but you have to go that way anyhow. Like when the Ravens play the Patriots in the AFC Championship game, what the hell do you do there? What do you do there? You root for, I guess, New England, and then you hope they lose in the Super Bowl. Yikes. I would never root for Pitt. Never, ever, ever in basketball or football would I root for Pitt. I would not. What are you making that face for? Because if Pitt were to win and West Virginia would get into the college football playoffs because of a Pitt win, you would 1,000% be rooting for Pitt. Son of a bitch. You brought and I would nuance root for West Virginia it. if it was vice versa. Damn it. 
If West Virginia were in the college football playoff, would you root for them? To crash and burn, yes. Would you want to see West Virginia in the college football playoff just so that they would get destroyed, or would you rather them never make it? I'd rather them never make it, and the same goes with Penn State, and I've experienced close calls the past two years with them. And watching that selection show and waiting to see if that logo pops up in the Final Four, my heart was racing a little bit. Yeah, mine was was too. Mine was too. Hate those guys. Screw them. Just like I hate Pitt. Same thing. Not quite to the same level, but I don't want to see Penn State fans be happy. It's the same thing with the Capitals. I don't want to see their fan base be happy. They defended Tom Wilson. They're a bunch of chuckleheads. Uh, They're broadcasters or homers who defended Tom Wilson. They're a bunch of chuckleheads. I don't want to see them be successful at all. Why would I want to see that? I'd much rather them have been eliminated by Tampa than be in the Stanley Cup final, too. Uh, This is good for them, whether they win or lose. And it looks like they're going to win, but they get to raise a banner, a real banner, a legitimate banner for the first time in their damn franchise's history. I hate that. Drives me nuts. Why would I want to see those red-clad jackasses jump up and down? Blake tweets at underscore Adam Crowley, picking the Ravens to beat the 49ers is lower than wanting the Caps to win, IMO. Well, it just depends on what teams you like the most and what teams you hate the most. If you're a bigger Steelers fan, then you're not going to root for the Ravens, and you would think that that is worse than rooting for the Capitals. But if you are a... Penguins fan who hates the Capitals, then you probably don't care as much about the Ravens. It's it's in the eye of the beholder. That's all it is. It's all low. It's all bad. It all sucks. I don't like the Capitals as much as I dislike the Ravens. I hate both of those franchises. The Ravens, they've done some dirty things. They are built the way the Steelers are built. That is one thing that you can respect, but I also don't like them for it. As for Washington, as for the Capitals, I don't respect the way some of their players play. Tom Wilson's a dirt bag. A bad dude. TJ Oshie, a lot of the time, uses his powers for evil. Not good. Now, he's been pretty darn good in the postseason, but he tries to hurt people out there. Brooks Orpik has hurt people out there as a Capital. Matt Niskanen chopped Sidney Crosby in the back of the head, front of the head. I don't have to like that guy. I don't have to like Washington, but I can hate them all equally. I hate the Flyers more than I hate any franchise in any sport other than Pitt. And yet, if Washington wins a championship, the hate's going to start to creep in a little bit more strongly for Washington because they'll have one more recently. I do think this is going to be good and add some fuel to the rivalry. That being said, it doesn't make me want to watch it happen. As a Penguins fan, you have to be a spoiled D-bag, right? Like, you have to think, at least I think you have to think, that the cup is yours. Penguins have won it back-to-back years. They've won it three times in the Crosby era. Therefore, I think you have to say it's your cup. And if Alexander Ovechkin... Lifts that thing up, it's his cup. And that sucks. If it's Flurry's, you can take it. If it's England's, fine, whatever. If it gets handed to Reeves, whatever. But if Alexander Ovechkin holds that thing, that's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Crosby's got three. I know. Oh, he lifted it three times. Oh, Crosby's got two cuts mice. But it's going to hurt. Go to D.C. and Coriopolis. Hello, D.C. I've been pulled over in Coriopolis a lot. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, the local guys aren't uh, 
particularly friendly. But um, anyhow, listen, I just want to talk about the Penn State. And I'm a Pitt guy, and I don't mind if you hate Pitt. But, um, you know, I've been to Notre Dame in victory and defeat in football. I've been to Penn State. Um, and uh, I just have to say West Virginia is the only place I've ever been, like, physically afraid of my person, you know. Hey, man, I'm a West Virginia fan, and I'm afraid being there sometimes. Yeah. Hey, so that's scared. My, my deal was the, uh, the worst of the worst is West Virginia. Well, and isn't that just it? I mean, you would never root for them, right? Never. I would never. They are a – thank you for the call, D.C. They're a great fan base. I'm part of it. It's a great fan base, a fan base that cares. It really is. It's a passionate fan base that cares. And because of that, you would think that – some nationally, if they were ever in a position to win something big, would say, okay, go West Virginia. Why not? They're a little guy that are rising up and doing great things. But that doesn't mean Pitt fans should root for him. Bleep no. Bleep no. As for the topic of not feeling safe at West Virginia games, after WVU beat Texas the first year in the Big 12, we went down to see what all the hubbub was on Grant Street, which has now been torn down. And there were couches on fire. There were cops that were shooting off bottle rockets or whatever the hell they were to break up the clan, the crowds, the clans that were forming. Not the clan clan, but the clans that were forming. There was burning stuff everywhere. Not crosses, Tom. Don't make that face. It was insane. I felt not safe at all. So we went to the bar and we drank, which also wound up not being safe because I threw up all over myself. That's what you do. But you can't root for your damn rival under any circumstances. I do not root for my rivals in life. I do not root for my rivals in sport. I don't root for my rival. And you shouldn't. 412-922-2874. Anybody who's saying, oh, it's so nice for the Capitals, yeah, you can go bleep off. Coming up next, Will Graves from the Associated Press will join us to talk about that and the president. What's going on with that guy? Drama. That's what's going on. It's a Crowley show. You hope that the fastball is coming right down the pipe, and it did, and bam, foul. That's it. That's all I could muster. And it went sideways, because I was that friggin' late. I caught it. You're out. But I ticked it. It hit the bat. You're still out. You're still back. I ticked it. Well, I ticked it. We're trying to determine who to root for in the upcoming World Cup. We're breaking it down group by group, doing it tournament style. Yesterday, our winner was Uruguay. Uruguay. Today, our winner, at least thus far on the Twitter poll, is Portugal. It's between Portugal, Morocco, Spain, and Iran. We'll teach you a thing or two about Portugal coming up after Will Graves, who just tweeted out. At underscore Adam Crowley. About to hop on, Adam Crowley. You and the FCC have been warned. Uh, Will, I hope you meant you were going to hop on the Crowley show and not hop on me. I hope not. I've, it's been a month of gluttony. It probably wouldn't feel real good for a young Adam Crowley at the moment if the old fat dad bod Will Graves hopped on. Oh, no. Is Will Graves putting on some pounds? Um, putting away some beer and some burgers and not working out so much. I think uh, it's an uphill battle, man. I'm 43, and I'm kind of like, you know what? kind of good right now. I was wondering at what point you just give up. And for me, that has not happened yet. If I'm, if I'm eating very well, I'm not working out. And if I'm working out, I'm eating terribly. So at least I've got that going for me. But I have not yet given up yet. Well, I would say it's more a calculated thing. So like last year in the Pittsburgh Half Marathon, right, and I ran 30-ish 
miles a week, 30 plus miles a week for eight, nine months. And my weight stayed the same. And then I stopped and my weight didn't change. I think I gained two pounds in like six months. So I was like, well, why am I working out so much? Um, <laughs> the, 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 the problem here is though, my son, my, who just turned on a couple weeks ago, he's been skin and bones his whole life. And the last six months has gotten a little bit of heft on him. And he looks, he, he does like girl on his little travel baseball team when they do push-ups as penalty, like he does girl push-ups. Nice. It's kind of embarrassing. I've been working with him on it, and I realized that dad doesn't do push-ups. So, you know, maybe I should not be a little hypocritical for me to be on him about that. So first... we're both trying to get out of girl push-up territory here. Well, and let's not call them girl push-ups, okay, Graves? Let's, talk, let's call them weak person push-ups. Because okay, you could be, that, you could be weak, that's you could be weak as a man or a woman, okay, Will? And that's and why are we assigning true. gender roles to anything anymore, okay? I, I, can, I well, cannot believe I mean, you would do that's this. A, that's a, that's, you're right, and you're absolutely right. Your your millennial is, is owning my gender bias, so I appreciate it. Thanks for that. <laughs> Will Graves from the Associated Press joins me here on the Crowley Show. I knew the NFL done screwed this up, man. They didn't appease anybody, not the players, not the president. So why make a policy to begin with? It was just a waste of time. This whole thing is a waste of time, and you know what? The ability of so few to lie so effectively to so many for so long is infuriating. And, you know, the, the, the NFL should not try to dip its toe into politics. It did, and it somehow managed to screw it up. I mean, you and I, look, we've been talking about this for a while now. I firmly believe that the league should have just said, did what the NBA did and said, you know what, you got to stand Period. And those guys have found other ways to effectively, you know, uh, get protest. I mean, look what LeBron has done. LeBron is a master at it. You know, after the Trayvon Martin stuff, he had the heat pose in the hoodie. After the the guy in, uh, in Missouri, they had the I can't breathe T-shirts. I mean, it's not the only way that you can protest. And, and the players know this. I mean, and players, to, let's be honest, I mean, this is not a player's problem. Okay, this is not. The players are – but it's one of those deals where if you work for some a private company, that company can institute its policies, and you have to abide by them. Or you don't have to work there. It's not your right to work there. It's not. Okay? As much as I respect Colin Kaepernick, it's not his right to work in the NFL. If it's bad for business, if somebody signs him, they're not going to sign him. Is it fair? No, but it's legal, and there's a difference. And, the, the, and Trump's ability to, like, absolutely just come up with BS and get millions of people to believe it, millions of, of generally well-meaning people who just want their football without a side of politics, just go along for the ride. Well, Will. And it's just it infuriating. And I'm done. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. The, the reason that the uh, Philadelphia Eagles uh, aren't there, the reason that the president of the United States says they're not there is because they uh, they're protesting, right? So he doesn't want to have them there because they are protesting, even though not one of them did protest at all at any point last year. And, and if you look at it, and I think one of the players, uh, one of the Eagles said it, you know, if, if you take the, the title out of, out of the president's name, okay, and you make it Donald, if Donald Trump, private citizen, had, hey, oh, man, I, you know, I want the Eagles to come over and party at my, you know, go to Mar-a-Lago for a, a, a Super Bowl celebration, I let, you know, fly, Eagles, fly. And this pattern of behavior, past behavior, had been well-established and outed, and people didn't go. People would be like, well, of course they didn't go. The guy's an idiot, or he's a sexist, or he's, or he's a xenophobe, or whatever. And everybody would have no problem with the players. It's just weird. When you get him in the most important political office in the world, it makes it messy. 
And, you know, it's just, and people just lap it up. You saw what Fox News did. I mean, they, they used B-roll of, of Eagles players actually praying, not during the national anthem, and, and used that to, as, oh, this is, here are the Eagles, you know, protesting, which was crap because they didn't do it. But people believe it. And that's the part that, like, drives me nuts these days. Nobody takes time to – it doesn't – not nobody, but few, few, fewer and fewer people seem to take time to actually figure out something, to read something. They take too much – too many things at face value, and you just can't do that. And that's – but that's how you win elections. So it just, it just pisses me off. Yeah. Will Graves, Associated Press, joining me here on The Crowley Show – uh, I've never understood why I have to have reverence for a, a man that I didn't vote for in the first place. Uh, I, I don't understand oh, why. Well, not reverence, but respect. Like, I, like why do I have respect. to? Res- why do I, I can respect the office? I don't have to respect the man. And if the, I don't approve of the man that's in there, then why the hell do I have to go? Why is it some big insult? It's I, no, a- I, I'm glad. To, I'm glad to, as a team they decided not to go. Yes, because you know, that would have been worse. That would have been worse. That would have been like I don't know a football team that can't seem to decide decide whether it wants to come out for the anthem or not, and then screws it up, and then ends up having a, a, a decorated veteran standing by himself saluting the flag while they're standing in a tunnel 30, 30 feet away. You know, I mean, at least the Eagles were all on board for this together, and that's a good thing. I mean, hell, I, I, you know what, I go to the sports book as soon as it opens here and put some money, on, some money down for them to repeat. Whoa! Will Graves, well, I don't think it counts as a repeat anymore because if you don't go to the White House, then you're not really Super Bowl champs. I mean, <laughs> that's what I hear. I think I read that. You're right. I think I read yeah. that somewhere. At least I won't. It'll, it'll be fake news. You know, the, the 120 million that watched it will watch fake news because they didn't actually go for some stupid ceremony where you, I mean, like I remember, like I grew up in the D.C. suburbs. I would watch this stuff all the time, you know, I mean. Ronald Reagan, the Redskins would win, and Ronald Reagan would get a jersey and a football, and he'd throw some pass, and he'd have, you know, five seconds of canned banner with Joe Gibbs or whoever, and everybody went about their business, and it was no big deal. It's, it's, why does it, why can't it just be that? You know, why can't it just be, this is sort of stupid, but hey, we get to go to the White House, give the president a jersey, you know, get a pin and get out of there. I don't understand why it's become this thing, but that's because, it's not because of the players. It's not because of the players, because guess what? Players have been had various political viewpoints for since pro sports have been invented. I think this is totally invented by the political side of the spectrum. It's stupid. It's just stupid. It's needless. There's so much real crap going on these days. Like this fake stuff is just. I mean, I'm literally. Well, you and I are talking, okay? Like right before you call me up, I'm watching um, testimony, congressional testimony about the gymnastics scandal, okay? And who knew what when. And, and what they did and what they didn't do and how, how big was the circle. And these are the people that I've known personally for the last seven years. And some of them are they're trying to do the right thing, and some of them are pleading the fifth because their ass is in litigation and they can't say anything. Okay? And now we got the president of the United States. While these, you know, while these congressional leaders are out there, basically it's a dog and pony show. Okay? The woman, this woman, a friend of mine got fired two and a half weeks ago because she said, I'm going to go talk to Congress and try to help move us forward. Whereas the guy that hired her who was fired 18 months ago said, I'm pleading the fifth. And we got, we got congressional leaders sort of, you know, shaming them publicly. That's all this is. And we got the president shaming the Philadelphia Eagles publicly for what? 
Well, and just, I, I mean, it's stupid. Well, and I think uh, a large part of this is deflection. I, I think that he's a little bit smarter than some people will give him credit for. Uh, in that he does, I don't think he gives two rips about the uh, patriotism of the Philadelphia Eagles, but he gives a bunch of rips about the quote-unquote patriotism of all the people who are following him to the voting booths. Uh, how about social people security? People that are, that are too big to people that are they in some ways, and it, you know, are too often taking what he says as gospel. When you know, look, all politicians lie. He's just more effective at it than some others. Okay. Yes. I mean, so let's not pretend that he that he's the first politician that ever stood up there. And, and look, I voted for Bill Clinton twice. And if it, you should sit there, if I don't sit back and think about it, ooh, man, there was some stuff back in the day. I probably should have. Probably should have read my New York Times a little more closely, read my Associated Big Press news. a little more closely. Big news. You know? I mean, I'm with it. I mean, I get it. But it's – you're right. It, it's, uh, it drives me nuts, man. It just drives – it just – you should – if you're a fan, you should be enraged. It's funny. Like, you know, all my buddies back home, they're they're caught up in cap fever. Hell, my, my 74-year-old redneck stepfather who grew up in St. Mary's County, which is an hour south of D.C., and when I was a kid, never once. Never one time said, hey, what's the score of the Caps game when I would watch the Penguins kill the Capitals in the playoffs every year. Literally sat down with me the other day because uh, they were visiting for the weekend, and he goes, hey, man, when's that hockey game? What's, what's icing? Like, during the game, like, what's icing? What, what happens when you, when you get a penalty, right? But that's the band. Like, so they're getting, they're getting into that stuff, and I'm happy for them, but I'm looking at the big picture here from 250 miles away, and I'm like, what a mess in general. Well, like, I can't get excited about the Caps because there's so much other stupid crap going on. Uh, Will, I think the Capitals winning the Stanley Cup is the biggest story going on in the entire world right now, so I do want to ask you a couple of questions about sure. that. Uh, there's nothing more important certainly going on in Washington, D.C. than what the Capitals are doing. Uh, I would say, according to NBC Sports uh, PR, every email, every email on the ratings, every single email on the ratings that NBC PR sends out says, highest rate Stanley Cup in three years. Well, you know what I love, Will? You know what I love is that with every passing Capitals win and the more success they've had, Pittsburgh's ratings just continue to drop. Uh, Pittsburgh does not want to see Washington win this thing. It's hilarious. And I get it, but the ratings in Pittsburgh go down with every time the Capitals are successful. And I think that's fine. As you pointed out, it's okay to not want your rival to win, even if they're due. Even after 45 years, they you know the blind squirrel gets the nut for once. I mean, I get it. I get it. I, like the Cowboys have not. Won, they won what two playoff games in a long 20 time years, yeah. twenty five, whatever it is. And I'd be fine if they won another hundred and twenty, winning two games. You know. So I mean, I get it. But anyway, you, did you have? Would you, are you going to ask me a hockey question? I uh, apologize. No, there was no hockey question. Uh, it was just a. It was a conversation. Okay. That we were having, and we were okay. I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't know if I was ranting. Or just no. Ranting well, or not. look, we we go back and forth. A little rant here, a little rant there. We bring you on a rant, Will Graves. That's what the people yeah. want. They want to hear That's from true. you. They want the opinions, even about gymnastics. They want opinions. I don't want gymnastics, though. So we'll leave that All to right, the we'll, side. We'll well, it's not important. You know, not as important as what's going on in Washington. <laughs> and it's just not important at all. I mean, it is interesting to you know, like I saw somebody. I, the fan hates a little interesting. You know, I mean, it is a much larger metropolitan area, okay? Um, do I think there's a lot of bandwagon fans? Yes, my 74-year-old redneck stepfather would be evidence as such. When you see the sea of people outside the arena last night, which is, you know, at least my anecdotally looks significantly larger than what we saw outside the arena here and, and Market Square during the last two cup runs. No way, man. No way. It's not a no way, man. It's not a No way, man. There's just literally more people No there. way, man. 
No, I just leave it. Who doctored that photo for you? Is it Spicer? Did Spicer doctor the photo for you? You're you're sounding like uh, you're sounding like uh, our friend Richie Walsh, who like no. I after the the Penns parade uh, said it was what four hundred fifty thousand two years ago. There's no way that Cavs get more than that. The Cavs had like one point <laughs> one million people. I mean, like it's like it's okay. Like don't be offended. Like having them people worse than them doesn't mean that your team sucks. I mean it's it's okay. Like it, I think that I firmly believe that Pittsburgh fans are far more. Uh, at least now, because it's been ten years, ten to twelve years of this, uh, or twenty-five for them, if you take out the early O's. Um, Penguins fans much more loyal, much more demonstrative, much more knowledgeable, much more outgoing. Um, of course, they have reason to be when you win five cups. Sure. Well, and, um, and that's kind of what I wanted to get into a little bit. Will I'm going to do this coming up at five o'clock? I don't mind bandwagon fans ever, 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 ever. Sports need bandwagon fans to thrive. It really does. Uh, whatever sport it is, 2013, the Buckos. I had season tickets for most of my childhood with the Pirates, and I never saw that place filled. I never saw that place have the energy it did during the wild card game. But I love the fact that it did have energy because a lot of people said, you know what, I'm going to believe in this team right now. I think most fan bases have that dynamic. I think all fan bases have that dynamic. And, and I think every major sports league, and it doesn't even have to be like team sports. I mean, it can be NASCAR or whatever. I mean, it's that fringe casual fan. That's the one you're trying to get because you're yep. never going to lose, you know, your whatever you consider your bases for hockey. I mean, let's be honest. The ratings are what five and a half million for the finals. Uh, let's say out of that, let's say four million is sort of their baseline. So they're never going to lose that. It's sort of like the president or any politician whenever they get elected is not going to lose it, no matter what. I mean, this is not the president. This is pretty much any elected official. Even if they lose the re-election, they're still yeah. going to get their 35 40%. Right? right, the straight ticket voter. Right. So, for me, it, it, this is this is very much a chance for the league to, you know, the NHL, the ratings are up a little bit. There is a little bit more ancillary interest. Does that carry over, you know, next year for the Capitals? or for the? I think Vegas is probably going to have a honeymoon period for five-ish years off of this, uh, regardless of kind of how it goes, but... You know, I don't know. I mean, I I, I think, you know, I, I used to cover NASCAR. NASCAR wanted for 10 years, had a really good boom period where they did grab casual fans' interest. You had Dale Jr. and and, and Gordon and, and Tony and, and, and uh, he killed JJ guy. and all that stuff. And now, like, my buddy was up, uh, Dan Gelson, my good buddy, AP writer in Philly, was covering the race in Pocono, and he's like, man, this sport is dying. There's nobody here. And they get the right, the, like, the sport overexpanded. They couldn't see, they had too many races in too many places. Wait a second, 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 wait a second here. You're telling me that NASCAR is not as popular as it's been at the same time that Donald Trump gets elected. Agreed. I absolutely. I mean, the proof How the hell the, did that happen? The proof is in the TV ratings and the proof is in the attendance, which they don't even release anymore. Okay, I mean, it just is. I mean, I, I, I did it regularly from 2007 through 2010. I do a half dozen, dozen races a year. I travel, whatever, and it would be packed and it'd be crazy. And now it's like, eh, it's a shoulder shrug. I think because they, they overexpanded. I mean, that's, and I think that's what the NHL is, is thinking about. I mean, are, you know, when they add Seattle in two years, is that going to be too many teams? People are going to be complaining about the watered down product. I mean, I think it's going to be one of those things where, you know, is it sustainable, or do you try to cater to your base? I mean, I think that's the NHL has that problem now. When you look at how they legislate hitting, 
You know, I mean, there was some, there was some ugly, not ugly, ugly stuff, but just kind of like, if I'm new to the sport and I'm watching that stuff at the end of the game last night, I'm like, eh, how do I feel about this? I don't know. I mean, as a fan, I kind of loved what Oshie did when he set up uh, Kepney's goal, when he basically stopped and, you know, like stopped at a The reverse check. I don't know how the hell that's not interference, but yeah. I mean, I, well, I mean. Yeah, I'll tell you what. But I mean, like, I, but that's the thing. If you're the league, what do you want? Do you want that at the end of your game or do you want... And all the stuff with Reeves and Wilson, I mean, where, do, you, do you cater to the side of the sport that, that has been there that is your hardcore fan that wants that, or do you try to do away with that stuff and expand, maybe expand your base? Because people are getting a little more, and rightfully so, getting a little more sensitive to, man, do I really want guys taking shots to the head like that? Is that what I really want to watch? And I think that that, that's, I think that's NHL is not the only sport that has that, but that's just an example. Like that's the struggle. You try to expand and make, try to maybe make more money, increase your revenue stream, or do you try to double down and make sure that the people that you have now, you keep the generation after this and then generation after that. Well, all I've got to say, Graves, is that we got to work on a way to have you stop expanding. Okay, so <laughs> we're you and me. We're gonna go running together. We're gonna figure this out. We're gonna get Will Graves lean again. How about that? We'll put that on a hat. Make Will Graves lean maybe again. Maybe I'll get canned. Again, that'd be a quick way to do it. See ya. <laughs> Bye. That was the longest interview that we've ever had on the Crowley Show, and also Graves made a cancer joke at the end. Now he had cancer. I suppose he's allowed. He was only talking about himself. But now, quickly, it's time to educate you about Portugal. Portuguese is the official language of eight other countries outside of Portugal. How about that? As a result of its colonization, Portuguese is spoke in Angola, Brazil, Cape Verde, East Timor, Equatorial Guinea, Guinea-Bissau, Mozambique, Sao Tome, and Principe. I might as well have been speaking Portuguese. Oh yeah, and Goa in India and Macau. It's the sixth most spoken first language in the world with 203 million speakers. How about that? So we'd just be hopping on the bandwagon there then, huh? If we uh, if we picked them, uh, so many Portuguese speakers. The earliest recorded hot air balloon ascent was in Portugal. Oh. A model hot air balloon invented by Father Bartolomeu de Gasmao ascended on 8th August 1709. Portugal's most famous export and its national drink is port. It is fortified wine made by adding grape, spirit, or brandy to the wine before fermentation ends, making it sweet and very alcoholic at around 20%. They know how to get down in Portugal. And football icon Cristiano Ronaldo is Portuguese. He was born Cristiano Ronaldo dan Santos Every in Funchal, the capital of the autonomous regions of Madeira in 1858. Uh, pardon me, 1985. I am numbers dyslexic. He was not born in 1858. That would make him the world's oldest and best-looking football player. So there you have it. We'll tell you who's winning the Twitter poll next. Also, the hottest take of the day, other crap, and the three stars of the show. Did I talk so long that the Portuguese national anthem ended? On ESPN Pittsburgh. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light. What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the peril.
perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wait for the land of the free and the It's time for the hottest take of the day. <laughs> We've been playing a bunch of national anthems over the last couple of days on the show as we're trying to find a team to root for in the 2018 World Cup. And they all sound the same. They all got trumpets. They're all dramatic. That's it. It's the hottest take of the day. They're the same. All of them. Uh, we don't need to have reverence for ours. I love it. I like our national anthem. I sing it all the time at sporting events. I do. I put my hand over my heart. But it's no different than any of the rest of them. It's just not. Other crap. Woo! Other crap. The Astros selected Seth Beer with their first round pick in the 2018 MLB draft. I thought he would wind up with the Brewers. Woo! Other crap. He should be a pitcher. Woo! Other crap. He could have been a craft E lefty. Woo! Other crap. He jumped well at the combine. The guy's got hops. Woo! Other crap. He's stout. Woo! Other crap. I hear it can get a little muggy in Houston. Woo! Other crap. He wanted to get drafted by LA. I hope he's not bitter. Woo! Other crap. Aaron Judge set a doubleheader record with eight strikeouts. Judgment Day. Woo! Other crap. I think Aaron Boone should ask Judge to approach the bench. Woo! Other crap. The Pirates' first-round pick, Travis Swaggerty, said he wasn't planning on crying when he got drafted, but did anyway. Yeah, I... Have cried too if I got drafted by the Bucks. Woo! Other crap. That kid's got some serious style. Woo! Other crap. The Tigers drafted Roger Clemens' son. Needle doesn't far, fall far from that tree. Woo! Other crap. The Rockets' son's career is going to take off. Woo! Other crap. It's been 461 days since Pitt basketball won a conference game. It's time for the three stars of the show. Tonight's third star of the show, everybody's favorite communist, Vince Communal! That makes absolutely no sense. I mean, if you're a Penguins fan, you want your team to win every year. And why, why would you take any enjoyment out of seeing any other team you know, when, uh, if anything, if you're watching that, it, it should make you angry as a Penguins fan. 
who's saying, you know, these these Cavs fans, they don't they don't know what what it is what it's like to win back to back Stanley Cups. Tonight's second star of the show, Will Graves. The, 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 the problem here is though, my son, my he just turned on a couple weeks ago. He's been skin and bones his whole life, and the last six months has gotten a little bit of heft on him. And he looks, he he does like girl on his little travel baseball team when they do push-ups as penalty. Like he does girl push-ups. Nice. It's kind of embarrassing. I've been working with him on it, and I realize that dad doesn't do push-ups. And tonight's first star of the show, Adam Crowley. A Florida woman says she's found Jesus. In a horseshoe crab shell. I clicked the picture, and it looks like a horseshoe crab shell with Osama bin Laden inside. Sorry, Jesus. I'm just saying what I see. Should we update the people on who won Group B? Oh, it's a good point by you, Tom. I'll tell you who won Group B. It's Portugal! The Portuguese! The Portuguese! So, so far, we've got Uruguay and Portugal. Out of those two, I think Portugal's got the better chance of winning it. I don't know. I like Uruguay. I want Uruguay to win because it's the most liberal country on earth, they say. They can smoke pot. Gay people can do whatever the hell they want to each other. It's tremendous. I love that, man. Portugal has Cristiano Ronaldo, though. Which makes me want to be gay. I know it's not a choice. I know. I know it's not a choice. Tomorrow on the show, I've got absolutely nothing planned. Let's see if the president says anything. No hockey tonight. No NBA tonight. It's pouring cats and dogs. Maybe no pirates tonight. Tom and Tom Golf Show's next. That'll be fun. But I have no earthly idea what we're going to talk about tomorrow, which is usually when we do our best stuff. Maybe Brian will be healthy. If not, it'll be one notch below our best, but it'll still be good. Talk to you then. 4 o'clock until 7, a show about nothing, ESPN Pittsburgh.